adjust my microphone. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. To, welcome back to the Committed to Christ podcast. Greg, Kelly, and Dexter with you. Dexter just off the injury list. Yeah. Uh, he was down and out for a couple days. Poor guy. It was kind of nice for all of us. But Aww. It was. No. He was uh, not his normal self. He's a bigger crybaby than he already is. What is that little gadget you have there? It's holding my phone. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I should get one of those. Yeah. I mean, you look like you got it going on over there. I got <laughs> junk all over the place and you got, you're, you're a minimalist. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're, we're actually, uh, Dexter, funny story about him. He, Dexter is our dog. Dexter. Yeah. I think most people know cause we okay. talk about him all the time. He's our dog, but one of our dogs, but he injured himself with, by hooking his dew claw on, on something. something. We don't know, but it was hanging on by a thread and he was very careful not to let anybody close to it. And he cried. He did. He whimpered, and it was it was a little a little bleeding going on. But he was trying to nurse it himself. But you took him to the vet and got him all fixed up. But you had Some quite yeah. a incident that happened with him. Why don't you elaborate? Well, he's a, a unique dog because he is part husky, so he talks. He, yes. It's, so it's not just, I, I he's not it, just that dog that, that, uh, I call it complaining. Yeah. He, he, he does. definitely is sassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he talks back to you. You know, I have a harness that I had him on and I've got a leash that's got the crimped, like elastic thing on it so yeah, that it doesn't right. pull your arm. You know, I got, I have the hookup and I got him out of the car. I was, I was worried the whole way to the vet that he was going to get sick in the back seat because well, that's he normally what he does. That. Yes. Yeah. So I had that all set up. I had the harness. I got him out. We get to the door and he's a rescue. So when we got to the door of the vet, he backed up and just worked his way right out of the harness and started running in the opposite direction Headed toward the road. I, I still can't figure out how he did that. I, I, you know, it was all it happened so fast. Because that one of those harness things. is like a straight jacket. It was one of those things where yeah. it just happened so fast. Yeah, and luckily there was a man in the parking lot. I'm saying I know it was Jesus because the man honked his horn. Yeah, which, you know, he it made Dexter. I, it turn, made my right? dog turn the other way. Right, I'm he back. came running toward me then instead because it was like he was on fight or flight and he yeah. was flying. That was it. He wasn't <laughs> going to the vet. So it was like, I was a nervous wreck, you know, just like I had to carry him in. Then uh-huh. the girl comes out of the, the office with the rope to put around his neck, like a choker. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And then he just was not going in. I had to, he's a 45 pound dog. I had to pick him up and carry him in. Mm-hmm. So the whole time we're in there and we're waiting for, to see the doctor, I was just a nervous wreck thinking my dog just now almost ran and got hit by a car. A highway, right. Yeah, That's a I, busy, busy road. Yeah. And, and you know, like that, that would have been just an awful thing to watch happen. Mm-hmm. All I was doing was taking him to get his, his little dew claw fixed. Yeah. And we have all this drama. So that's my story. So now his name is instead of Dexy Dew, Dexy Dew Claw. Dexy so, Dew Claw. There yeah. we go. <laughs> anyway, so the hurricane has arrived. Uh, Hurricane Idalia. Am I saying that right? I haven't really been following it that much on the news. I, I may not even be pronouncing the name right, but yeah, it's it here. Like, yeah. uh, I don't think we're supposed to get too much weather from it. Just some rain, nothing yeah, too flooding, severe. But, maybe flooding, yeah. But uh, Florida, boy, they really got hammered. I was looking at some of the news articles today, and they've got a lot of water, a lot of flooding, a lot of damage from that. So we're praying for our friends down in Florida. 
and uh, we're just we're with you as much as we can be in prayer and and just hoping for the best. Hoping for we're all praying for minimal damage, of right. course. But I mean, hurricanes always bring something with them, so something catastrophic, right. anyway. So which brings us to Romans chapter Romans 12. chapter twelve. And if you've been with us, um, it's been a few weeks before or since we've gotten back <laughs> to our study on Romans. Um, well, we've been going through it on Sunday mornings in church. We just yeah, haven't gotten yeah, on a we, podcast. And we, yeah, it, we so haven't been on the make podcast. Make it sound like we haven't been in the Bible. We've been in the Bible. We oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're still Christians. So don't <laughs> so, don't worry. <laughs> and chapter 12 is my favorite. I, this is an awesome chapter. It really is. Yeah. It really is good. Just picking up from from 11, where the uh, Paul closes out with that doxology, where he says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor, who has ever given to God that God should repay them for from him and through him and for him are all things to him be the glory forever. Amen. So that is the, the end little uh, paragraph, doxology paragraph in Romans chapter 11 that brings us right on in to Romans chapter 12. The first two verses that are the way to live yeah. your life as a Christian. Right, so let's just dive right into it. So Romans chapter 12, verse 1, if you have your Bibles, I, that would be great. You could follow along with us. So uh, it says, verse 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So that first verse there where he's talking about Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. I mean, our bodies, what are our bodies? Our mind, our eyes, our ears, our mouth, right? right. Those, are, those are all parts of the body that we should use to glorify the Lord. You know, what are we listening to? What are we watching? What are we speaking right, right. to others? this is your true and proper worship. Right. right. And then do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And to renew our mind, that would be listening to podcasts such as Committed to Christ, or uh, reading your Bible, praying, worshiping, you know, going to church, fellowshipping with other believers, right. renewing Right, so stop doing the things that you were doing before, right. following the pattern of the world. And because what world. goes into the mind ends up into the heart. Right, and so, that's right, what so comes if out. We're, right. if, you know, if we're taking in good things, our heart is going to be full of good things. If we're taking in bad things, right. well, our heart is not going to be full of good things. It's no bad thing. Well, then you know it says then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. So how do you know what God's will is if you're not if you're if you're not renewing your mind if you're following the patterns of the world you're not going to know what God's will is. Absolutely, because you're not going to be hearing God. Right? right. That I mean that those two verses right there and I just read that it's like wow that is what a Christian is supposed to do. Absolutely. Verse three. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So we really need to take an honest look at our lives, right? a self-evaluation, right? right? And say, 
this is where I am. This is what I believe. Is Does that line up with the Lord? Does that line up with his word? We may not like some of the answers we get, but, right. but that's, that's thinking of ourselves with sober judgment. That brings uh, us into check where there's some areas in our lives that we need to clean up and get right with the Lord. Right. Verse 4, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. As you read, that makes me think about my trip to Mexico because that was one of the things that God just really showed me. It says, you know, not to think of yourself more than you should, but then it also goes on to say that as each one of us has one body with many members, so I I have a body, I have hands, I have feet, each one does a different thing. Yeah. My hands pick up things, my feet help me move, you know, and that's how we're supposed to see ourselves in the body of Christ and not look at other people and think we're better than them because they don't have the same gift or because I, you know, I know more or anything like that. That just really is something that God just really has been showing me to just stop and step back and realize that each one of us, no matter how insignificant we might feel or how insignificant we might seem, we each one have an integral part to play in the body of Christ. All part of that sober judgment. Yes. Right. Because if we're thinking soberly about ourselves, we're not going to be proud, puffed up, anything like that. Right. And we're going to be thinking about things that we're supposed to be doing for God, not comparing ourselves to other people. And Christ is the head, we're not right. of this body. So. Right. All right, verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And God will empower everyone with their gifting to to be able to walk that out, to be able to use that in other people's lives to glorify God. Yeah, and we really do, each one of us really do have our own gifts. Yeah. And to see that, I mean, you know, because some of those things I think, oh, I really wish I could do this, but that's not what God gave me. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if it's prophesying, then prophesy, but that's not what God gave me, you know? So it's like, I have to step into what God called me to do. Right. And and we should all be encouragers, encouraging right. one another. And, you know, I was looking here. Well, some people are better at it. Yeah, some people are. <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because Paul says here, if it is giving, then give generously. Now right. we know we've been in the ministry for a while. Right. There are people that God has blessed yes. that give a lot of money to churches and not for profit groups that Christian right, right. or they Christian groups. or God just lays something on their heart and they yes, go and give it to there, some there part, an individual and you'll you would never know that right. they're not in the limelight they're right. not on on the platform on Sunday mornings but they're needed they're needed and yes. God uses them to yes. do that and He puts it on their heart they give they're a cheerful giver they have, yeah. You know, they, they say, I don't want any recognition, and Jesus doesn't want you to get any recognition for that. Right. You just do what he's asking you to do and leave it with him. Right. And and that's that's an awesome thing. It is. It really is. And, and the church needs those kind of people. Yeah. So That's good. Anyway, verse 9, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Who wants to be around depressed Christians all the time? 
Yeah. I know a few of them. <laughs> There's, yeah, they're Christian it's and like, name I just gotta only. Step away they're, from here. Yeah. Right there, now. There's no zeal, no excitement there. Yeah. I, I'm like, bro, <laughs> how are we doing today? Uh, I know. I'm just trying to get through. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Okay. All right. Verse yeah. 12. Be joyful. Do you joyful. ever wonder why Eeyore was out in the field eating all by himself? <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a little Winnie right. the Pooh. That's all right. Verse 12. <laughs> be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. I like that. I I, I, I I do like hospitality. I, yeah. I love being around other people, fellowship, and yeah, just I do nothing too. like it. Yep. It really is awesome. All right, verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. All right. So we're not stuck up. We're not better right. than anybody else. It all goes back to that sober judgment. Right. And that the Paul mercy. Was talking and the, about. Yeah. All right. Verse 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Verse 21, last verse here in chapter 12. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You know, I got to say, when you're reading this, I'm seeing where, you know, he says, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Right. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he seriously give him something to drink, in so doing, you're heaping burning coals on his head. You know, a lot of times we as Christians, see, it's a hard thing because we want to point out the things that someone else is doing if they wronged you. Uh Well, they're going to get what they deserve. God's going to, you know, God's wrath is going to come on them. We have to be so careful. It's not even our place to look at something and say that. Yeah, We're supposed to just move on. Just let it go. Yep. Just, it's not our place. Because here, what what if this happens? Say somebody wronged you and... You know, you're mad. You right. say, oh, God's going to get them. God's yeah. going to get them. Well, They're what wrong. If, They're what wrong. if they get saved? Right. Well, guess what? God's not going to get them anymore. Right. Because right. they got saved right. and well, he forgave them. And then now it's back on you. And I get really frustrated. I hear, you know, a lot of people use that word karma, you know, yeah. and that is not that's a Christian a, term. That's a worldly that is, term. It's an Indian term. Yeah. It's right. So age. it's got nothing yeah, to do yeah. with Hindu. It's got nothing to do with Christianity. No. The Bible says you will reap what you sow. Yeah. We know this. We know that when you get in, when you do something you shouldn't do, there's a consequence that you pay. Right. So there's always going to be that. But, but when this is talking about like total revenge and God is like, no, mm-hmm. you know, this is not even something you should even think about or that you should even worry about. And you know, that's really hard. That's a hard for a lot of people. This, this chapter is just an amazing chapter to teach you how to be yeah. what God has called be- you to be. Because there are, I know there are people that have had unimaginable things happen yes, to them in their absolutely. lives. Absolutely. That only God can restore them and God can comfort them and help them through it. If you can just keep your eyes on Jesus yeah. and use his filter 
you know, at the beginning when he talked about, you know, in view of God's mercy to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, to be sober-minded, to allow God to filter through that, mm. he'll give you his grace. I remember watching one of those uh, Dateline TV shows or whatever, and this poor lady, her son ended up being murdered by somebody, and, you know, they go through the legal process. Um, they find the man guilty in court. Well, it's sentencing day, right? Yeah. So the cameras are in the room, and all these members of her family that knew the son were going up there, you know, because they can, they have so much time that they can address like the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, victim statement, is that what it's like? Yeah, or, or, I'm not yeah, sure. Survivor the, statements or whatever. What the yeah. legal term is. But they're just, you know, the guy that murdered this other young man was just sitting there taking this heat from all these people. I mean, yeah. they're just berating him. They're telling him he's worthless. He's, you know, I hope you rot, go to hell, all this stuff. Well, the kid's mom gets up there and she says, look at me, just look at me. And the guy, he lifts up his head, he looks at her and she says... I forgive you. And the guy broke. I mean, he just like broke. You you just saw it. Right. I mean, it just it just tore him up, you know, and, and he that's was the love of God. Yeah, and right then and there, you could see how sorry that he was and you know, repenting the softening for, of the heart of, yes. for what he did. Yes. And everybody in the courtroom, I mean, it was silent. Right. Because of what had just happened. I mean, obviously that didn't sway the judge or anything. Right. He still got his payment. But to pay for what he did. But that had more impact than the other people that were sitting there yelling at him right. and screaming at him and you know all this bad Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Because God took care of the situation. That's and right. and I hope and pray. I mean that was a long time ago. I hope and pray that the Lord is still working in that man's life right. today. So it does work. God's ways work. And right. they don't make sense to us. It's not our common sense way of thinking. No. And it's that's why you have to, that's why he says to renew your mind. Right. Because if you don't, if you're not filling it with good godly things, yeah. you're going to react the way your flesh would react, which is to get angry. Here's the thing. We have, one thing we have to remember is we are God's children. We belong to him. Right. There is a certain way that he wants us to live our life. Right. We have to allow our father space to work in our lives, right. to deal with other people. That's, That's what right. it is. It's yeah. God working in and through us dealing with other people. It sure is. And it's a daily thing that you daily need to walk. do every single day. Absolutely. You need to get into your word. You need to pray. Every single day you need to give it back to the Lord because you'll pick it up, not even knowing it, and carry it. Amen. All right. All right. And that, and that little section of scripture there at the end of Romans 12 is called love in action. Yes. And that's what the Lord is. He is love in action. And that's what he wants to be in and through you. So Amen. I hope you enjoyed that Romans chapter 12. And we will talk to you soon. Love you.